Chapters 1 through 5 of the Apocryphal Book of Judith, Dewey Reams Version. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information and to find out how you can volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Sam Stinson. Chapter 1 Now, Arphaxad, king of the Medes, had brought many nations under his dominions, and he built a very strong city, which he called Ecbatana. Of stones squared and hewed, he made the walls thereof seventy cubits broad, and thirty cubits high, and the towers thereof he made a hundred cubits high. But on the square of them each side was extended the space of twenty feet. And he made the gates thereof according to the height of the towers. And he gloried as a mighty one in the force of his army, and in the glory of his chariots. Now, in the twelfth year of his reign, Nebuchadnezzar, king of the Assyrians, who reigned in Nineveh, the great city, fought against Arphaxad and overcame him. In the great plain which is called Ragua, about the Euphrates, and the Tigris, and the Jadison, in the plain of Arioch, the king of the Elysians, then was the kingdom of Nebuchadnezzar exalted, and his heart was elevated, and he sent to all that dwelt in Cilicia, and Damascus, and Libanus, and to the nations that are in Carmelus, and Sidar, and to the inhabitants of Galilee, and the great plain of Astralon, and to all that were in Samaria, and beyond the river Jordan, even to Jerusalem, and all the land of Jesse, till you come to the borders of Ethiopia. To all these Nebuchadnezzar, king of the Assyrians, sent messengers. But they all with one mind refused, and sent them back empty, and rejected them without honor. Then King Nebuchadnezzar, being angry against all that land, swore by his throne and kingdom that he would revenge himself of all those countries. End of chapter 1. Chapter 2. In the thirteenth year of the reign of Nebuchadnezzar, the two-and-twentieth day of the first month, the word was given out in the house of Nebuchadnezzar, king of the Assyrians, that he would revenge himself. And he called all the ancients and all the governors and his officers of war, and communicated to them the secret of his counsel. And he said that his thoughts were to bring all the earth under his empire. And when this saying pleased them all, Nebuchadnezzar the king called Holofernes, the general of his armies, and said to him, Go out against all the kingdoms of the west, and against them especially that despised my commandment. Thy eye shall not spare any kingdom, and all the strong cities thou shalt bring under my yoke. Then Holofernes called the captains and officers of the power of the Assyrians, and he mustered men for the expedition, and the king commanded him a hundred and twenty thousand fighting men on foot, and twelve thousand archers, horsemen. And he made all his warlike preparations to go before, with a multitude of innumerable camels, with all provisions sufficient for the armies in abundance, and herds of oxen, and flocks of sheep without number. He appointed corn to be prepared out of all Syria in his passage. But gold and silver he took out of the king's house in great abundance, and he went forth, he and all the army, with the chariots, and horsemen, and archers, who covered the face of the earth like locusts. And when he had passed through the borders of the Assyrians, he came to the great mountains of Ange, which are on the left of Cilicia, and he went up to all their castles, and took all the strong places. And he took by assault the renowned city of Malothus, 
and pillaged all the children of Tharsis, and the children of Ishmael, who were over against the face of the desert, and on the south of the land of Selon. And he passed over the Euphrates, and came into Mesopotamia. And he forced all the stately cities that were there, from the torrent of Mambri, till one comes to the sea. And he took the borders thereof, from Cilicia to the coast of Japheth, which are towards the south. And he carried away all the children of Madian, and stripped them of all their riches, and all that resisted him he slew with the edge of the sword. And after these things he went down into the plains of Damascus in the days of the harvest, and he set all the corn on fire, and he caused all the trees and vineyards to be cut down. And the fear of them fell upon all the inhabitants of the land. End of chapter 2 Chapter 3 then the kings and the princes of all the cities and provinces of Syria, Mesopotamia, and Syria Sobal, and Libya, and Cilicia, sent their ambassadors, who, coming to Holofernes, said, Let thy indignation towards us cease, for it is better for us to live and serve Nebuchadnezzar the great king, and be subject to thee, than to die and to perish, or suffer the miseries of slavery. All our cities and our possessions, all mountains and hills and fields, and herds of oxen and flocks of sheep and goats and horses and camels, and all our goods and families are in thy sight. Let all we have be subject to thy law, both we and our children are thy servants. Come to us, a peaceable Lord, and use our service as it shall please thee. Then he came down from the mountains with horsemen in great power, and made himself master of every city, and all the inhabitants of the land. And from all the cities he took auxiliaries, valiant men, and chosen for war. And so great a fear lay upon all those provinces, that the inhabitants of all the cities, both princes and nobles, as well as the people, went out to meet him at his coming, and received him with garlands, and lights, and dances, and timbrels, and flutes, and though they did these things, they could not for all that mitigate the fierceness of his heart. For he both destroyed their cities, and cut down their groves. For Nebuchadnezzar the king had commanded him to destroy all the gods of the earth, that he only might be called God by those nations which could be brought under him by the power of Holofernes. And when he had passed through all Syria Sobal, and all Apamia, and all Mesopotamia, he came to the Idumeans into the land of Gaba, and he took possession of their cities, and stayed there for thirty days, in which days he commanded all the troops of his army to be united. End of chapter 3. Chapter 4. Then the children of Israel, who dwelt in the land of Judah, hearing these things, were exceedingly afraid of him. Dread and horror seized upon their minds, lest he should do the same to Jerusalem and to the temple of the Lord, that he had done to other cities and their temples. And they sent into all Samaria round about, as far as Jericho, and seized upon all the tops of the mountains. And they compassed their towns with walls, and gathered together corn for provision for war. And Eliakim, the priest, wrote to all that were over against Ezdrelon, which faceth the great plain near Dathain, and to all by whom there might be a passage of way, that they should take possession of the ascents of the mountains, by which there might be any way to Jerusalem, and should keep watch where the way was narrow between the mountains. And the children of Israel did as the priests of the Lord Eliakim had appointed them. 
And all the people cried to the Lord with great earnestness, and they humbled their souls in fastings and prayers, both they and their wives. And the priests put on hair-cloths, and they caused the little children to lie prostrate before the temple of the Lord, and the altar of the Lord they covered with hair-cloth. And they cried to the Lord, the God of Israel, with one accord, that their children might not be made a prey, and their wives carried off, and their cities destroyed, and their holy things profaned, and that they might not be made a reproach to the Gentiles. Then Eliakim the high priest of the Lord went about all Israel and spoke to them, saying, Know ye that the Lord will hear your prayers, if you continue with perseverance in fastings and prayers in the sight of the Lord. Remember Moses, the servant of the Lord, overcame Amalek, that trusted in his own strength, and in his power, and in his army, and in his shields, and in his chariots, and in his horsemen, not by fighting with the sword, but by holy prayers. So all the enemies of Israel be, if you persevere in this work which you have begun. So they, being moved by this exhortation of his, prayed to the Lord, and continued in the sight of the Lord so that even they who offered the holocausts to the Lord offered the sacrifices to the Lord girded with hair-cloths and with ashes upon their head. And they all begged of God with all their heart that he would visit his people Israel. End of chapter 4. Chapter 5. And it was told Holofernes, the general of the army of the Assyrians, that the children of Israel prepared themselves to resist and had shut up the ways of the mountains, and he was transported with exceeding great fury and indignation, and he called all the princes of Moab and the leaders of Ammon, and he said to them, Tell me, what is this people that besetteth the mountains, or what are their cities, and of what sort and how great? Also, what is their power, or what is their multitude, or who is the king over their warfare? And why they above all that dwelt in the east have despised us, and have not come out to meet us, that they might receive us with peace. Then Achior, captain of all the children of Ammon, answering, said, If thou vouchsafe, my lord, to hear, I will tell the truth in thy sight concerning this people that dwelleth in the mountains, and there shall not a false word come out of my mouth. This people is of the offspring of the Chaldeans. They dwelt first in Mesopotamia, because they would not follow the gods of their fathers, who were in the land of the Chaldeans. Wherefore, forsaking the ceremonies of their fathers, which consisted in the worship of many gods, they worshipped one God of heaven, who also commanded them to depart from thence, and to dwell in Charon. And when there was a famine over all the land, they went down into Egypt, and there for four hundred years were so multiplied that the army of them could not be numbered. And when the king of Egypt oppressed them, and made slaves of them to labor in clay and brick in the building of his cities, they cried to their lord, and he struck the whole land of Egypt with diverse plagues. And when the Egyptians had cast them out from them, and the plague had ceased from them, and they had a mind to take them again, and bring them back to their service, the God of heaven opened the sea to them in their flight, so that the waters were made to stand firm as a wall on either side. And they walked through the bottom of the sea, and passed it dry foot. And when an innumerable army of the Egyptians pursued after them in that place, they were so overwhelmed with the waters that there was not one left to tell what had happened to posterity. After they came out of the Red Sea, they abode in the deserts of Mount Sina, in which never man could dwell, or son of man rested. 
There bitter fountains were made sweet for them to drink, and for forty years they received food from heaven, wheresoever they went in without bow and arrow, and without shield and sword, there God fought for them and overcame. And there was no one that triumphed over this people, but when they departed from the worship of the Lord their God. But as often as beside their own God they worshipped any other, they were given to spoil and to the sword and to reproach. And as often as they were penitent for having revolted from the worship of their God, the God of heaven gave them power to resist. So they overthrew the king of the Canaanites, and of the Jebusites, and of the Pharisites, and of the Hethites, and of the Hephites, and of the Amorites, and all the mighty ones in Hezebun, and they possessed their lands and their cities. And as long as they sinned not in the sight of their God, it was well with them, for their God hateth iniquity. And even some years ago, when they had revolted from the way which God had given them to walk therein, they were destroyed in battles by many nations, and very many of them were led away captive into a strange land. But of late, returning to the Lord their God from the different places wherein they were scattered, they are come together, and are gone up into all these mountains, and possess Jerusalem again, where their holies are. Now, therefore, my Lord, search if there be any iniquity of theirs in the sight of their God. Let us go up to them, because their God will surely deliver them to thee, and they shall be brought under the yoke of thy power. But, if there be no offense of this people in the sight of their God, we cannot resist them, because their God will defend them, and we shall be a reproach to the whole earth. And it came to pass, when Achior had ceased to speak these words, all the great men of Holofernes were angry, and they had a mind to kill him, saying to each other, Who is this that saith the children of Israel can resist King Nebuchadnezzar and his armies, men unarmed and without force and without skill in the art of war? That Achior therefore may know that he deceiveth us, let us go up into the mountains, and when the bravest of them shall be taken, then shall he with them be stabbed with the sword, that every nation may know that Nebuchadnezzar is God of the earth and besides him there is no other. End of chapter 5